Memorial Care Health System, Excellence in Healthcare, presents Weekly Dose of Wellness. Here's your host, Deborah Howell. Hello and welcome to the show. I am Deborah Howell and today our guest is Dr. Ian Baer. He's a board-certified family physician who is also an urgent care physician at Memorial Care Medical Group's Urgent Care in San Juan Capistrano. Today we'll talk about the difference between urgent care and the ER and explain when it's best to choose urgent care. Welcome, Dr. Baer. Good morning, Deborah. How are you? Good. So many of us certainly appreciate the hard, hard work you guys do. Oh, well, well thank you. It's our privilege. Can you describe for us the difference between urgent care and the ER? Sure. The main difference between urgent care and the emergency room is uh, the level of acuity. You know, when we think of an emergency room, we think of, you know, uh, bad motor vehicle accidents. We think of people having heart attacks and strokes. Uh, we think of, uh, you know, people with blood pouring out of their head. Yeah. Um, whereas in the, in the urgent care um, it's a little bit lower acuity, ideally. Um, you know, certainly we are um, equipped to triage and uh, get the treatment started for just about anything. But um, ideally, you know, we shouldn't be seeing life-threatening injuries um, uh, or potentially life-threatening injuries in the urgent care. Um, I would say the urgent care is a little bit more of an outpatient setting um, as opposed to the emergency room where um, it's closely linked with the hospital. Okay, and that sort of ties into my next question to you. Like, when should you go to the ER if you uh, you know, have a finger that's been flayed open by a box knife? Or when should one go to an urgent care center instead? You know, the finger that's been flayed open by a box knife, I'd say that would be fine to be seen in an urgent care. Um, we're set up, we can uh, uh, close lacerations and um, other minor to moderate uh, injuries and wounds. Um, the biggest criteria with uh, uh, with whether you should go to the emergency room, I think, is um, are two things. Number one, um, you know, is this a life threatening um, or uh, limb threatening or otherwise, you know, is uh, do we have um, permanent uh, disability at stake? Um, you know, is this something that? Uh, needs advanced uh, workup with imaging and blood work immediately. And that's, that's a little bit hard to determine sometime. Um, but another great thing to consider um, when we're trying to uh, figure out whether the urgent care or the emergency room is the ideal place for an evaluation um, is a person's uh, relative risk, uh, meaning, you know, someone who's very young and healthy, uh, no medical problems, that's, uh, that's going to be something that's a little bit easier um, to evaluate an urgent care as opposed to someone who's already had three heart attacks and now they're having some chest pain again. You know, most likely we're going to need to um, do some further evaluation uh, on that with studies and tests and possibly admission. Sure, sure. Boy, that is very, very helpful because even, you know, I even worked for emergency, you know, physicians groups and it's, it's sometimes a very tough call. And it, you know what? Sometimes you don't know until you've been evaluated. You know, we see some people here who uh, who are high risk, who have very, very concerning symptoms, and we're able to, you know, do, do our evaluation, whether it's, you know, x-rays or an EKG, um, a physical exam, and, and determine, no, this is, this is something that we can take care of as, as an outpatient. Whereas there's some people who, um, who, you know, have seemingly very benign symptoms, 
um, that turn out to have some concerning features. And, uh, you know, in that case, we'll, uh, we'll facilitate the transfer and, uh, you know, get a, get a formal evaluation started. But you're right, it is very hard uh, to tell sometimes just based on the symptoms. Right. And people you know, might tend to panic a little bit and it's justifiable. Definitely. I think I think the most important thing, whether you whether you come to urgent care or whether you go to the emergency room, is you know that we we're not ignoring symptoms. Uh, that you come uh, come and be evaluated. You know, worst case scenario, if you come to do our urgent care and you have something that requires further evaluation, hey, well, like I said, we'll get uh, we'll get that further evaluation. Um, you know, facilitated. We'll we'll get you to the right place. Excellent. Now, what type of medical staff works at an urgent care center? Like, will one always meet with a physician there? Uh, I would say the majority of time. Um, Most of the providers that we have um, uh, are uh, board-certified physicians. Uh, We do use some uh, advanced health practitioners, um, physicians assistants and nurse practitioners uh, who are very well-trained and who are uh, held to the exact same medical standards that, uh, uh, that the physicians are. Uh, we also have uh, licensed uh, nurses, registered nurses, LVNs. Um, we have we have very highly trained staff in urgent care. So one could reasonably expect to receive the same high quality care at an urgent care center that they would at the ER or maybe even at a doctor's office. Absolutely. You know, we're all we're all held to the same medical standard. Um, now it's true that the emergency room has. Uh, has more tools at their disposal, you know, more uh, imaging studies with uh, CT scans and MRIs. Um, they can get uh, blood work back much quicker than we can. Um, but uh, truth be told, I mean, you don't always need a CT scan. You don't always need an MRI, you know. Um, so as far as, uh, as, far as uh, medical standards, uh, absolutely. Um, we'd, we'd all better, you know, whether we're in an outpatient office, an urgent care, an er- or an emergency room, we'd better all be uh, performing up to the same standard. That's great to hear and, you know, very comforting. Now, is urgent care able to address the medical issues of patients of all ages, from babies all the way to seniors? Definitely. Um, That's one of the things that we need to make sure. You know, we see not only all spectrum of injuries and illness, but uh, uh, all of the spectrum uh, of the ages of life. Uh, So we will always have um, in our urgent care someone who is, uh, either who's received training in pediatrics, whether that be a pediatrician uh, or a family practitioner, um, as well as uh, someone who's able to take care of uh, our older patients. Okay. Can you tell me a little bit about the mindset of the urgent care physician and the ER physician? Uh, well, I can speak to the mindset of the urgent care physician uh, for you. Um, okay. You know, we see our role as uh kind of serving a bridge, as a bridge between the inpatient and outpatient settings. Um, What we try to do is uh, provide timely, uh, convenient service um, that is extremely high quality for our patients um, who either have a family uh, or a primary care doctor or who don't. For those who have a primary care provider, uh, what we want to do is make sure that those patients are able to get um, evaluation and treatment when they need it. You know, if their um, if their primary care doctor is uh, their schedule's full, or if they're on vacation, or if it's after hours, we want to make sure uh, that we are available to them. And um, one of the biggest things that we want to do here in the urgent care is get patients uh, back to see their primary care doctor for follow up to make sure that um, you know if 
uh, if it's not something we can we can treat in you know one visit you know if you've got strep throat okay you know we'll we'll treat you uh, and you're going to get better you know if you sprain your ankle and it's uh, it's not broken okay maybe you don't need follow up but there's a lot of things that we see um, you know blood pressure issues blood sugar issues when lab abnormalities come up for um, more chronic musculoskeletal complaints uh, where follow up is so important um, and we see ourselves as not trying to supplant the role of the primary care uh, provider, but rather to uh, be an extra resource uh, and get patients back into see their primary care doctor for follow-up or for patients who don't have anyone, you know, getting them, getting them plugged in with someone who can, who can be their doctor. I love that. I love the extra resource. You know, that's a, a great way to put it. What are the costs between visiting an urgent care center versus the ER? You know, it, it depends on the insurance plan, but it's generally uh, quite a bit more cost-effective to come to an urgent care. Um, uh, emergency rooms, you know, with all of those extra resources, with the um, imaging studies and lab and personnel, uh, they do tend to be quite expensive. Um, with an urgent care, we are operating in an outpatient setting, which means um, we're able to keep the costs a lot lower. Um, something that is uh, unique to memorial care is that we don't have an increased copay or increased office charge for our urgent cares. Um, a lot of places will have uh, will have a higher after hours copay or an urgent care uh, level office visit. Um, in, in the memorial care health system, um, our uh, our cost to the patient, our cost uh, in copay. For the urgent care is exactly the same as what it would be for a normal office visit with any of the other outpatient providers. That is awesome to hear. And I, I do have a final question for you, Doctor. What are the hours of Memorial Care Medical Group Urgent Care offices? We are open 365 days a year. Um, that means Christmas, New Year's, every, every single day um, we're going to have someone in the office uh, for uh, in case you need medical evaluation. Uh, during weekdays, uh, we're open 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., and then weekends and holidays, we're open 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Well, you can't get more comforting than that. Thank you so much, Dr. Bear, for being with us today. It's my pleasure. Thank you, Deborah. It's been very great to have Dr. Bear on the show today, really informative. To listen to the podcast or for more information, please visit memorialcare.org. That's memorialcare.org. I'm Deborah Howell. Thanks for listening, and have yourself a wonderful day.